My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 76 of The Kate Show. Today we're talking all about how to set realistic marketing goals for your interior design, home staging, or workroom business. So I have a question for you. Do you know why so few designers and stagers and workrooms actually set marketing goals? They have a good reason. They don't always know what goals to set. And when I ask these home industry business owners what their marketing goals are, I often hear the same answers, such as, well, I want more clients, or I want bigger projects, or I want to get featured by shelter magazines. And those are all great. They're great, but they're dreams, not goals. A goal is something that has a step-by-step plan leading up to its front door. For example, if I said I wanted to spend two weeks in Ireland for vacation, which I do, by the way, that would just be a dream. But if I booked a plane ticket, planned my itinerary, packed my bags, and started driving to the airport, that dream is now a goal because it's actually happening because I broke down the steps it would take to get me to that end result. So if you're wondering how to set goals for your home industry business, you have got to keep listening because this episode is spilling all the details. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Most often, my clients tell me their dream is to get more clients of their own. They might even get specific about that dream by saying, I want to get three new projects a month. But putting a number on it still doesn't make it a goal. So let's just use this as an example. If you want more clients, your plan, the thing that makes that dream turn into a goal, might look something like this. First, determine who your ideal client is. Then go where that ideal client is, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or a physical offline networking event or club or what have you. When you get to where that client is, show them that you understand them by offering relevant value through tips on social media or blog posts or newsletters or printed materials or just a conversation with them in real life. Share personal information or facts about yourself. And of course, use your discretion with this, but make sure you do that so that they can trust you and find common ground and see that you're a real person. And through your marketing, talk about their pain points and position your services as the solution to those pain points, whatever they may be. Then you get that client, you onboard them, and ta-da, you've reached your goal. That is a very different process than just hoping and praying that the random marketing efforts you're taking will result in those three new projects or three new clients every month. You have to actually have a plan. So you could even get more detailed with this. So once you know who your ideal client is and you go where they are and you start showing up in a way that gets their attention, you can then really dive into the details of what facets of your personality are appealing to them the most? And can you post about that on social media once a week? Can you write a more personal blog post once a month? Can you share those things on social media? Can you really dive into their pain points 
and rename your service packages to suit those pain points. These are all very tactical, actionable ways to turn the dream of new clients into an actual goal. Similarly, if your goal is to be featured by shelter magazines, you have to put yourself out there. You may need to hire a publicist or a PR person or have someone on your team or time allotted in your own personal schedule to contact different magazines with a pitch, with photos of your projects or a particular project that you really want. You may need to tag them on social media. You have to take action towards what you want, otherwise it's just a good idea and not a goal. In that same vein, that same line of thought, if you want bigger projects, so you don't really want more projects, you're thinking quality over quantity, then you have to focus on the type of person who would hire you for that bigger project. So maybe that means partnering with a new home builder or partnering with a remodeling company or as a home stager, partnering with a broker so that you can get the bigger fish from the bigger pond. And that means taking action towards each goal. It means picking up the phone and calling the broker. It means finding a way to get in front of a room full of real estate agents so you can introduce yourself and basically tell them the type of projects that you're looking for so that they know when they can be referring you to their own homeowner clients. You need to get specific about what you want. So if your goal is specifically, I want bigger projects, make sure that that is what your marketing is saying. Because if your marketing still says, well, we take on all projects, large and small, doesn't matter what it is, if you need one room done or a whole house done, well, let me tell you something. You're not gonna land bigger projects as a result of that marketing. You're gonna make people think that you're still a jack of all trades. And if you wanna be a jack of all trades, that's fine. You can leave it as is. But if you really just want to stop messing around with the piddly projects, then you have to make sure your marketing says, we deal with new home builders. We work with brokers. We work with real estate investors who are serious about moving high-end listings. You have to just say what you want. But you also need to keep in mind that no matter what type of goal you set, no matter how many actionable, concrete, specific steps you plan to take, you have to realize that meeting a goal is something that happens over time and it's certainly not going to be instantaneous. And if you're looking for something that's instantaneous, well, that's just not how business works, ever. The best growth happens in the long term, and it continues to happen even when you stop putting efforts towards it because you have to remember the seeds that you planted and weeded and cultivated last year are the ones that you're now benefiting from this year. So that means you need to start planting the seeds this year for next year and so on. So let me give you guys an idea of what to expect for how much time you should be giving a marketing goal. If you're working towards a specific goal every single day, you're likely going to see results in about three months. If you're working toward a goal weekly, it can take about six months to see any results, not just a full cumulative result, but I'm talking even the slightest result. And that's okay, but you need to be aware that you have to adjust your expectations to match the level of effort you're putting into this goal. 
If you're only working toward your goal monthly, it can take a year or more to see results. So don't let that discourage you. Not all goals need to be met immediately, and nor should they. If you have several goals in mind for your marketing or for your business, you need to prioritize them. Decide which ones need daily, weekly, and monthly attention, and then put the related tasks for each of these into your schedule accordingly. Now, if your schedule is too packed, it doesn't allow for this, figure out who else on your team can focus on these goals for you or find a professional and outsource them. As a business owner, it's your responsibility to make sure these goals are followed through on, but it doesn't mean you have to be the one doing all the work. So don't forget that you have a team or that you can build an outsourced team to help you meet these goals. Lastly, when it comes to giving your goal time, you need to understand what to look for to know if and when you've actually reached a marketing goal. Any real goal has real measurement statistics. For example, if your goal was to get more clients and you've been actively pursuing or connecting with your ideal clients on a weekly basis, look over your schedule for the last three months and the last six months to calculate how many new projects or clients you've gotten per month on average. Also note the average size of the projects and determine whether both the client and the project align with what you envisioned for your business. If you haven't been getting enough clients or projects, you might need to increase your efforts. If you've been attracting the wrong type of client or project, you might need to change the messaging you're using. So don't be afraid to change how you approach your goals. While business and marketing can follow really hard set rules, much of both also rely on trial and error. Okay guys, we need to hold on for just a minute because I have a really important question to ask you. How are you planning to grow your business this year? Do you have a plan for getting new clients? Do you panic when your word of mouth referral sources dry up? It's time to take a proactive approach to growing your business with the Window Coverings Association of America. The WCAA specializes in helping upholsterers, window treatment workrooms, and interior designers build businesses that last. They offer ongoing education on topics such as business, profitability, marketing, window treatment design, upholstery techniques, and more. If you want a business that can withstand the economic ups and downs and still support your family, you need the WCAA. Go to WCAA.org to learn more about becoming a member. And P.S. to everyone else listening who might want to partner with or advertise with the WCAA. There's a place for you too. Go to WCAA.org and click on the industry partners page. Because I know you guys are action takers, I have one more thing, well actually three more things to share with you. Here are three marketing goals that you can try in the next 30 days. And when you reach these little goals, sure, they're not huge, but Any goal that is met is better than a goal that is not met. So don't feel like the goals you set for your business have to be huge. You can have small wins and celebrate them too. So here's the first one. If you want to get 100 new Instagram followers, here's how to do it. Make sure you go follow 20 new people every day for 30 days and make sure those people would be a good potential client. Don't just follow random accounts focus on the cities and states that you serve, search under specific hashtags and follow those users. But don't just follow and then unfollow, 
actually follow them and maybe like one or two of their recent photos while you're at it. Now the other goal you could pursue is this. If you want to get 20 new email subscribers this month, share your lead magnet in three different Facebook groups every day for 30 days. Make sure those groups allow you to share so that your post isn't removed by a group admin and also make sure, again, that your ideal client is in those groups. It wouldn't make much sense to go through the effort of posting if your ideal client is never going to see it. The third and final marketing goal to try in the next 30 days is if you want to land one big project, here's what you need to do. Write a short email to your leads that identifies the type of service you're offering, includes photos of similar projects you've done, the flat rate, if that's applicable, the time or date slots you have available for this service, then include a link to your Calendly or Acuity scheduler to make it easy for them to book that initial project phone call with you. Anytime you can automate something in your business, you should do it. And Calendly and Acuity make it easy to schedule phone calls without having to go back and forth via email five times. Also, make sure that when you're sending out this email, you use a mass mailing system such as MailChimp or Constant Contact because then you can see, are they opening? Are they clicking? Is this getting their attention? And you can send it to your entire mailing list. It doesn't have to be just to your leads. It could also be to past clients because maybe they need your help again. The more specific you can be about the service you're offering and the photos and the rates and the availability you have for the service, the more likely you will be to actually book slots from that email. Now, you do have to understand that just because you're offering a certain type of service doesn't mean that's the only service you'll be booked for. People will often be like, wait a minute, I need her help with XYZ and they'll respond to your email and ask, hey, do you still offer this? And of course you can say yes, you can say no. Either way, the more specific you are, the better you will be at selling your services, whether it's in an email newsletter, a social media post, or a video. All right, guys, that is all my tips for you for today. If you have any questions, feel free to go to my Facebook group, Marketing for Home Pros, where we discuss the podcast episodes, ask questions, and get answers. Until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.